Welcome back to another amazing episode of JoJo's Empowering Journey. I'm your host, JoJo, and today we have another special guest with us. She's an author, poet, and advocate for self-expression. Please welcome Akimia Deadwilder to the podcast. Hi. First of all, thank you so much for joining us today, Akimia. It's a, truly a pleasure to have you. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Okay, good. Akimia, your writing often touches on empowering themes. How did you first realize the power of words and storytelling to inspire and empower others? Um, Probably when I was a child. I didn't write a lot as a kid, but I read a lot. So if I was experiencing something traumatic in my childhood or um, I was upset about something, I would just sit up and read all night. And I started to, you know, understand how it took me away from whatever that trauma may have been for the moment or made me feel a little better or made things not seem, you know, so bad. And that stayed with me ever since. And um, as I grew older I and got more into writing and various storms of storytelling, I really started to understand, you know, it wasn't just the kid in me that um, words and reading was able to help, but that everyone can benefit from the power of words. And that's what really got me into writing. Right, that's wonderful. Can you share a specific example of stories from your writing that you believe has had a particular empowering impact on your readers? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's a good question because I write across so many different topics. I write about the human experience, which is so many things, you know, it's about love and trauma and healing. Um, something that's really stuck with people was I wrote something about um, how your relationship with your mother affects your love life. Um, because, nice. <laughs> yeah, because it helps you. It influences your attachment style for better or worse. Right. Yeah. The and way- that makes a lot of sense. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like the way you attach with your mother is the way you subconscious. Even if you don't notice, it's subconsciously the way you attach in relationships. So it's like, if you don't like the results you're getting in your love life, <laughs> you, need, you need to look at how- The relationship you have with your mother. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so that's been something that's really resonated with people. See, it resonated with you. You know, I think that's something we all can relate to. Yes, for sure, for sure. You know, uh, many aspiring authors struggle with finding their unique voice. How did you discover and develop your own authorial uh, voice? Mm-hmm. I think that, your voice naturally starts to develop as you learn about yourself, like as you develop Mm -hmm. yourself as a person and you learn who you are, what's important to you, how you'd like to communicate. And that helps shape your voice. I also um, read a lot. Um, You know, there's this saying like you can't be a great writer unless you're also a great reader. Like, and and that's true to an extent. You don't want to read things and do exactly what that person did, but it does naturally just help your brain start to understand or put together how certain things can be said. You start to notice voice more than you might have otherwise if you didn't read a lot and how stories right. can be told. Yeah. So I think just learning about myself, you know, my personal development work really helped me develop my voice and how I like to communicate and how I like to write. I just want to 
I'm never trying to tell anyone, you know, what you should do with your life. <laughs> I'm just presenting yeah. the case for things. And I'm, you know, explaining maybe the detrimental or negative effects of doing certain things. And you decide for yourself what you want to do. But what I choose to do is for me. But yeah, that's that's how yeah, I feel right. it really is just finding myself. I absolutely love like your 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 novels. I I kind of just looked at. I haven't read the whole thing. I just mm -hmm. I just kind of glimpsed of, of of some of the things that you know that you write about. And it, it that's why I was like I gotta have her on my show because you know it's you know you the the way that you the way that you write things and, and how you know in 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 about you know relationships and. I, I love that. I really do because we're, you know, our, this podcast is about, you know, empowering others and, and people that are going through anything in their life, whether it may be a relationship um, situation or even homelessness or a drug addiction, you know, whatever it may be that somebody's going through, you know, I, I like to just have different views of different, different people of, of like what they have to say. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. So it should, I'm happy to Thank you so much again. Um, you know, empowerment can often come from overcoming challenges. Can you share a personal or professional obstacle, um, a professional obstacle that you faced as an author and how you worked through it? Hmm, a professional obstacle. You know, that's one thing I've always been pretty adept at is navigating uh, my professional life. It's uh, It's more been more so like, personal life challenges that I had to overcome. But one thing professionally is just learning how to advance in a field that I love so much, which is writing. I kind of came into it thinking like, oh, I don't, this isn't about, you know, who you know, I'm just going to write. And if it's good, you know, people will like it. Because it's an arts industry, I didn't think like networking was important. Um, and that's, I've, I've learned that it is. So that was kind of a challenge. Just I think no matter what industry you're in, you need community. And I for sure. Yeah. And I didn't have that for a long time. I, I've always had this just thing like, well, I'll do it myself. I'll do it on my own. And now I'm learning that even in writing, even in an arts industry, you still need to know people that can help you get to where you're trying to go. You can't do it on your own, no matter how skilled and adept you are. And that's something I really had to learn. And that's the opposite of like my natural disposition, which is to do things alone and do it myself. So that was something I had to overcome and just learning to um, learning to be a part of a community and, and let people help me and trusting people enough to let them into something that I care so much about. Right, right. And your books often deal with self-discovery and personal growth. How do you hope your writing helps readers on their own journeys of self-empowerment? Mm -hmm. I hope you just see something in me or resonate with something that I write that actually helps you. I know we all have different lives, different experiences, different perspectives. Even if we share similar experiences, we experience them differently. So I, I don't expect anyone to read something I wrote and say, maybe you are like, wow, that's exactly like me or that's exactly my situation. But even if it's not, I hope to write in a way that is applicable to whatever you are going through. So maybe you haven't experienced my specific situation, but maybe the themes and, and the tone of it and, and things that have happened or how you felt about it are similar and you can take what I write about it and apply it to your own situation. Right, right. 
tips or insights can you share for aspiring authors who want to use their writing to make a positive impact? Mm -hmm. I would just say, um, I would just say you want to write with compassion, write with empathy. I don't think anyone sets out and says like, oh, I'm going to create a horrible life for myself. So so you want to be empathetic to that and know that sometimes people find themselves in situations that they didn't want to be in or that they weren't aware that they were creating and and maybe they just don't know how to get out of it. So I think a downfall of a lot of some, you know, aspiring self-help authors is being just really cold towards an audience. And, you know, like I said, no one sets out to to suffer, um, maybe subconsciously, you know, if if trauma and suffering is something that you've grown comfortable with, unfortunately, you may subconsciously make choices that put you in those situations. But even then, even still, no one sits down and consciously says, I want to suffer. I want to hurt. Everyone wants to be better. Everyone wants to live a healthier life, even if their actions don't support that. So I say just right. uh, I just try I say just try to write from a place of compassion and empathy and understanding and also understand that you can't force anyone to do anything that they're not ready to do. So it's not exactly. yeah, so it's less trying to tell people what to do and more just giving them something that maybe they can hold on to and and inspire them to make decisions in their lives that serve them. I absolutely love that. That's awesome. Do you have any future projects or books in the works that your readers and podcast listeners can look forward to? Mm -hmm. I do. Um, I'm finishing up a draft of my next book with the publisher called Daddy's Little Stranger. And it's about um, just uh, growing up without a father, which is something a lot of us experience. But I think, you know, when I Googled it, I saw a lot about, you know, how growing up without a father affects little boys because, you know, they don't have an example. But there isn't as much about how it affects, you know, little girls. And I think it affects Mm -hmm. all children. Um, Just not having that person in your life that it is not even about, you know, a father specifically like biologically a male. It's about not that person that's supposed to love you or that created you pretty much rejecting you. And what that right. does, yeah, and what that does to you as a child, and then how it manifests as you grow older. Um, That's so, awesome. Yeah, so it's about you know, just my experience growing up without a father, and the ways it manifested in my life, and then ultimately how I started to unravel that. Because I think I try to talk about all trauma and healing from that standpoint. I don't want to yeah. just have you know a pain, a pity party, or a pain fest where we're just talking about all the things that hurt us, but how can right. you past it? Right, exactly. And I love that because, you know, like our stories are, are, are kind of similar, you know, and that's that's why I started this podcast. I started the podcast because, you know, um, my life, I'm, I'm a transgender woman, mm-hmm. uh, male to female. Um, and I, um, you know, I grew up without my parents around mm-hmm. as well. And, you know, things were really hard for me. So, mm-hmm. you know, growing up and people didn't really understand me. So it was kind of like, I didn't really understand myself either. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really hard for me growing up. And then, so I, I fell into a world of doing, you know, drugs and going mm-hmm. to prison and, and all those things. And, you know, but there's always, you know, even when there's negative situations and we do bad things and we overcome those, those things, you know, it feels so good to overcome the things that we did before that was, that was so bad, you know, and then we, we, we look back and we're like, wow, like 
I did that. I, I changed that. I'm not doing those types of things anymore. I don't hang, hang out with those types of people anymore. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you feel really good about yourself. You know, whenever you're, you know, overcoming challenges, you know, is, is very like, you know, it's, I think it's the most important process of like the learning experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. yeah, it is because, and then childhood challenges are so unique because they are things that we had no control over. So as kids, you have no control over your life. You're at the mercy of whoever your guardians are, your parents are, and the decisions that they make affect you in so many different ways. Like, at least when you get older, you can make your own decisions and decide, I'm going to do this, I'm not going to do that. But as a child, you don't have that control. But then the, the wild part is, is it still affects you as you get older? So it, mm-hmm. it's hard to just turn that off and say, OK, I'm not going to I'm not going to do I'm not going to engage in destructive behaviors. I'm not going to you know, put myself in these situations no more because that's all, you know, you know, that's been your entire childhood. So it is really hard to to break away from that sometimes. But, yeah, you're right. Once you do take the necessary steps to live a healthier life and overcome what you've been through, you feel so good about yourself. And then you also know that you can survive and you can overcome anything that that comes to you after that. Amen to that, for sure. Definitely. Can you recommend any books or authors that you per, you have personally empowered or inspired mm-hmm. or who have, who have personally empowered or inspired you, I'm sorry, on your own journey? I mean, for sure. The number one book that I recommend to anyone on a self-help journey is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's about just focusing. You make these four agreements with yourself, which is to not mm-hmm. take anything personally, personally, don't make assumptions, be impeccable with your word and always do your best. Those are the four agreements. And it, it focuses on the premise that we spend so much time thinking about what other people have done to us and what they're doing and wanting them to stop and wanting them to change when the only person you can change is you. So, yeah. So the four agreements is about making these agreements with yourself so that you focus less on other people who you can't change. And you focus more on what you can do to survive with these people and survive in this world. So that's the number one thing I recommend. Um, If you had a strained relationship with your mother, I recommend a book called The Emotionally Absent Mother by a psychologist. Um, I can't think of her full name, but it's Corinne something that was really helpful and impactful to me. Um, But those are like the two main books I would recommend, specifically if you have, you know, mother trauma, The Emotionally Absent Mother is really good. And if you're just on a self-help journey in general, I very much recommend The Four Agreements. I was saying if if listeners are um, interested in um, in looking at your novels or purchasing your novels, um, where could they go to? What what website could they go to? And can you name a few of the books that you do have out? Well, my most recent book released is called Single That, Dispelling the Top 10 Myths of the Single Woman. And um, it can apply to single people in general because we all endure this struggle. But specifically as a woman or if you identify as female you get a lot of stereotypes attached to you when you're single so um the book is about that and it was critically acclaimed by publishers weekly it was in cosmopolitan so it did really well and if if you are single or if you just want to understand the issue with us defining people by relationship status um i would recommend it it's available 
on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, pretty much any major online bookseller. Wonderful. Well, it was glad. I was. I'm so happy to have you um, to have had you on my show today. That really um, that inspired me on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you inspired so, me. You inspired me. Hearing about your story and what you've overcome has inspired me. So I want to give you your kudos for that, and you know, just tell you you're doing. You. I'm, I'm happy that you're pouring into yourself. Appreciate that very much. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed the show today. If you want to know more about um, about her, you can also go to my website at jojosempowering.transistor.fm um, and click that click the link that's on there, and um, it's going to take you to her her books. That's through Amazon. Um, I hope everyone has a wonderful day, and I'll see you next time. Right, bye. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you.